This is KP. And this is Kai. And, and this, this is You Had Me at Fraud. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speaker, commenter, expert, or host. They do not explicitly or necessarily reflect nor represent the podcast's policies or the views held by this podcast. The podcast or its channels cannot be held accountable for any of the views expressed during this show. And as always, viewer discretion is advised. Today, this story of fraud will be about Doris Payne, international jewel thief, notorious, born October 10th, 1930, making her a Libra like my sis and I, what, what? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) She stole many things. She's stole rings, diamonds, rubies, pearls, all types of things. That had to do with jewelry. Yes. So, Doris Payne was born in Slab Fork, West Virginia, to a coal miner father and a seamstress mother. mother. And in this area of West Virginia, the population was only 200 people. A lot of cousins. So, that's how small. <laughs> a lot of cousins loving cousins, I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm done. Oh, my gosh. So, she started her early life off, you know. (laughs) She started her life off as her mom being a seamstress, her father being a coal miner. Unfortunately, her father ended up being abusive towards her mother. And that's what kind of drove... Doris into the situation she got herself into. A life of thievery. Yes. All right. Seeing her, seeing her mother get abused, really wanted to, really made Doris want to get her mother and her out of there. So when she was younger, her and her mother moved to Cleveland. So from there, um, she worked as a nurse. Or oh, she did not work as. <laughs> So from there, um, one of her early starts of thievery started when her mother gave her $5 as an allowance. She was, her mother told her to spend $2 to get her hair done and the rest on clothing. Shoot, I wish that was right. Clothing slayed every day. Right, right. (laughs) And we figured out that five dollars in that time probably around 50 something so it was around 50 something dollars so around like 56 dollars in today's 2022 money um her mother and her had a really good rapport with a store owner and her mother told her that if she got straight a's she would buy her a watch so she went to the store which, you know, the store owner knew knew Doris. So she went there to try on watches. And then the store owner was, he was 
white. And then when a white family came in, he shooed Doris away. Acting like, you know, I don't know you. I don't like your kind around here. Where in reality, if those, if that white family didn't come in there, he would have treated her like, you know. They were cool still. Right. So this made Doris feel really, really you know, sad. She was like, this This is a guy that, you know, I've knew, known for a while. My family knows. Now he's treating me like I'm just... Trash. Trash. So that made her feel like, you know... She really... Made her feel a kind, a kind of way. So she she wanted to give him that watch back and, you know, curse him out. But <laughs> in the end, she said, I deserve this watch. I and deserve she did. She got them A's. You decided to treat her a certain way, so now it's hers. Yes. So she realized once she was shooed out of the store, she still had one of the watches on. And even though Doris was going to return the watch, she figured she would keep it for a little while as a punishment to the store owner for, you know, shooing her off, making her feel that way. So that's where her early, you know... Thievery began. Yes. (laughs) So, Doris started stealing things, like little things at little low-cost, low-end stores, things here and there. And she actually liked getting away with it. At first, it was just to kind of survive and kind of also to thrill as well. But she got on the bigger and better things. And we're about to get into that. But before we get into that... Homegirl was a nurse. Yeah. I'm trying to do that, but, you know, it was hard now. No, but before that, before that. She had a son, right? Yeah, she had a son. The son was named Ronnie, and she had him at the age of 18. She also had a daughter. Um, I was actually kind of shocked that she didn't raise her children. It was actually the father of her children that raised them. Yeah, from Doris. From Doris' house, she said that she felt like at the time she was not, you know, financially stable enough to raise her daughters and didn't really have that support there. So she let the fathers of the daughters, uh, the fathers of her son and daughter raise them. Uh, yeah, she let her, the fathers of the her children raise them and, you know, Doris went off and became a nurse. Which... I would think being a nurse, yeah. that, that, I mean, that should be, that's good. I felt like that was a good profession, but I don't, I don't really know how much they made back in. Back then, they probably didn't make much, but she most definitely was not having that. <laughs> she was not having that. Also, she claimed that she didn't uh, raise her children because she didn't have enough money. However, she was as... A jewelry thief, she was making good money. She eventually met up with this one of her um, old friends. She wanted to um, get into stealing, you know, higher-end jewelry. And just as a side note, I looked up how much in the 1950s the nurses make. They made $140 per month in some you know, less than that, 90 per month, so. That might actually have been good for that cost of living back then. I mean, $5, 50-something. Yeah. I don't know. But like I was saying, with her wanting to start making bigger moves, she uh, got caught up with her friend. That friend told her, hey, let me put you on to babe. 
which was a professional jewelry thief. So he taught her how to move jewelry around, confuse the salesmen with moving things around. And um, he he basically put her on. Yes. So she would she would basically be do the jewelry heist, do the jewelry, take the jewelry, and she would give it to him where he would flip it and make the money for the jewelry. Yeah. So he would sell it. So they were like a team. They were like a Bonnie and Clyde. And she felt like they were a Bonnie and Clyde as well. And she really liked them as a team. And, I mean, it moved from there. He taught her the ins and outs. And eventually she was able to do some things on her own without him. Yes. And it turns out, you know, Bay, he wanted something a little more with Doris. He was starting to fall in love with Doris. And from what Doris says, you know, nobody can ever speak bad about her around him. Oh, he would he would take them down. He would beat them up. And she could enter different places that at the time people of color couldn't go to and she felt she felt powerful from that. But Doris, she was all about business. She didn't want anything to do with she didn't want anything to do with Bay outside of the business, but he wanted more. This eventually caused him to resent her. And, you know, he wasn't having it, so... They made a bad move, and they got arrested. And because he wasn't, you know, he was being basically rejected by Doris. You know, he gave up. That that was messed up. That was, yeah. that was a, a snitch bitch move. But only after she sold him, she could do it all without oh, yeah. him. Because she flipped, she flipped some of that jewelry by herself, and he was like, oh, oh so you don't need me. <laughs> you don't need me no more. So... He turned her, you know, he gave, he gave up. That's, that was, I'd be like, you know what? When I get out, I got you. I got you. But right. it's all good. It's all good. It's all right. She went on to bigger, better things where she <laughs> went abroad, baby. She went overseas. She went to Monte Carlo. Not just any Monte Carlo. She went to Monte Carlo, France. And then by this time, it was the 1970s. In Monte Carlo, she committed her biggest, biggest fraud ever. This was the theft of an over... Excuse me, give me a second, give me a second. $500,000 10 carat ring. Whew. 10 carat ring. And this cost her to go on a man. No, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. Now, let me tell you something. She went over to Switzerland after she went ahead and stole. And she went to a club. No, but before that. Oh, okay. Before okay. that. Before that. I'm, I'm going to tell you about that after she tell you because this is something I Right. Doing. She. After she stole the jewelry, she went, she was trying to get out of there. So she went to the airport. At the airport, she was playing this trickery because she saw cops coming towards her. So she did this trick. She knew they were going to search her. So she did this trick where she would take a napkin. Oh, yeah. And she would put the 
ring that she stole. Now, this is the 10 carat ring worth half a million dollars. She would put that ring, put it in a tissue, and put it in her mouth while they were searching her. And while they were checking her mouth, she slipped it, put it back in the napkin, and dropped it in her boot. And even though they did all that, they still held her in... Whatever rain would have fell on the floor if it was me. I, I would have got caught. I would have got caught because it would have slipped out, especially the one in the mouth. I don't know how she was getting away with talking while this thing was in her mouth, but she pulled the trickery and got one good on her, and they never found the ring. But they did hold her, and she did get sentenced to three years in prison. Now, there, they didn't have a woman's facility, so they put her up in a Four-star hotel. Let me let me tell you something. Four-star hotel with guards on the outside. Overlooking the ocean. She had ocean views. Overlooking the Mediterranean. Yes. It was overlooking the Mediterranean. And what she said here, she asked, you know, one of the maids, I need a needle, a thread, and some fingernail clippers. Mm -hmm. With that, with the fingernail clippers, she took the diamond out of the ring and she threw the the what would you call that the the ring the she, ring she yeah. threw the base of the ring in the mediterranean and she sold the diamond the 10 carat diamond she sold in her girdle and then oh <laughs> <laughs> then i guess she said she had to go to the bathroom or something like that and a nun. Oh, yeah. The nun let her the go to the bathroom. Yeah. But I'm thinking, like, wouldn't it be a bathroom in the hotel room? Yeah. But, like, she said... Walking, she was going for a walk. Oh, okay. Because, like she said, the nun said she felt like... She said she felt like the, the, nun, the nun wanted her to get away. So, the nun, the nun let her go to the bathroom, and she escaped. She went in the cab, and she told the cab, drive. <laughs> drive. Drive, honey. And from then... From then, she didn't. She end up going to um. She didn't let. She did something. Oh, she ended up going to. This is where she. This is where I said. This remind me of the Libra in me, where she went to um Switzerland, and she went to the club, and she was having a good time. Had a couple of drinks. Got on that dance floor like that time. I had a couple of drinks. Got a boy when I stayed. My sister was looking for me. I was having a good time. Okay. Yes. Let me be me. So. She was having a good time. Little did she know, you know, like back in the day when they used to like play um like shows where you see people dancing in clubs and stuff like that. Yes, this club, this dance floor was televised all over Switzerland and like yes. people like they seen it. So when she came out the club, boom, boom, bam, bam. The cops was waiting for her. <laughs> Hello, she like, said five waiting cops was waiting outside <laughs> of that club for her that night. And she ended up Arrested. Arrested. So what they did was they actually put her on a train to Geneva. Um, when the train stopped for water, homegirl <laughs> jumped out the train, tied in a tuck and roll. She said she ended up looking like a mess. She said it was uh, holes in a pantyhose and all that stuff. And she ran off. And then she said someone saw her on the side of the road and picked up. Not like the cops or nothing, but like they picked, you know, just a random person. Like, oh, you okay? Yeah, no. Take me here. Right. And she ended up. I think she ended up. She ended up back in the states, I believe. <laughs> she ended up 
back in the States. But how she got there, she actually ended up doing her, you know, she actually ended up taking another way to, to, and selling it. No, 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 no. She took that diamond before she left. She went to a, a, a broker or a jeweler. In New York. Ju- ju- in New York. Or was this before she even got out of... No, she was back in the States. Okay. In New York, she went to a jewelry broker. She said they were just surprised she had it. Um, they checked to see if it was real. And they gave her how much for it? Uh, they gave her... I think it was $130,000. I thought it was... It was somewhere in the 130 range. I just... I thought it was 22000 a hundred and forty thousand dollars. That's what it was. Cause I was like, damn. It was a hundred and forty thousand dollars. So <clears throat> then from there, she's looking it up. But I'm pretty sure they said a hundred and forty thousand. But while she's looking that up, Doris Payne had twenty-two aliases, five social security numbers. I thought it was 11 social security numbers. Different sources different sources said different things, so it's not really, we can't really tell the exact. She had more than one social security <laughs> And she um, had nine different dates of birth. The most time she spent in prison was five years. She said she's never gotten caught in the act of actually stealing. So what this means is that they call her on like surveillance cameras and that that's how they they did that. It wasn't like, oh, she was actually in there. It was like, oh, ma'am, can we see you in the speak to you? It wasn't nothing like that. So in the 1980s, she actually escaped from prison during a hospital visit? Yes, she escaped federal custody during a hospital visit. That is crazy because <laughs> I'm thinking like... <sighs> How in the world? A hospital. I, I thought they had. She slipped because I'm pretty sure they got guards. I'm pretty sure they got. I think they had you handcuffed to like the hospital bed back then, but how slick is the slickness in her? Right. And y'all, her crimes didn't stop there. On, yeah, on Friday, January 22nd, 2010, Payne was arrested for removing tags from a $1,300 Burberry trench coat from Saks Fifth Avenue. But you know what? That that didn't stop her uh, either. On October 29th, 2013, at the age of 83, Payne actually was arrested for stealing a $22,500 diamond-encrusted ring in Palm Desert, California, which she pled guilty to. She was sentenced to two years and two years of probation and two years in prison. And she was ordered to stay out of the jewelry store. She was not allowed back in these jewelry stores. However, due to prison overcrowding, she was released. In 2015, she was reportedly, this is a ju- July 2015, she was reportedly caught again. She wasn't caught, but she, you know, she was believed to have stolen a $33,000 ring, but that's not proven. But on October 23rd, 2015, she was actually 
caught on camera. She was actually caught on camera putting a set of Christian Dior earrings worth $690 in her pocket in an Atlanta sex for Saturday store. She go all over the place. <laughs> she was arrested in charge of shoplifting. You know, she 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 she's done a lot, but you know, even then it didn't stop her. It didn't stop her because on July eleventh, twenty fifteen, Payne visited a jewelry store at South Park Mall in Atlanta in in Charlotte, North Carolina, where she she swiped a ring worth thirty three thousand dollars from the showcase. And um yeah, so she she she's still to this day still <laughs> was it swiper no swiper. <laughs> she paid attention to none of that. And her last death reportedly was in a Walmart. No, yes. you want to read this? Oh, she didn't. Been, she went back to Atlanta, December thirteenth, twenty sixteen. She was arrested for charges hold up no doors no you're telling me that she 86 dollars and 22 cents worth of merchandise in atlanta from walmart now this is what i was asking kim p my sis earlier i was like do you think that she's just a kleptomaniac but a kleptomaniac usually just sticks to like don't do anything I'm, 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 i'm gonna take this one i'm gonna take it so I was like, she's but like, she she's, it's she mainly jewelry, and they know what they're doing too. But it's yeah. like mainly jewelry is what she wants. But like, if you eighty six dollars, I love you, babe, but you a clap like though. No, I feel like a clap though. They take anything. She wasn't taking just anything. She was. She knew what her eyes were set on, and that, and she was set on getting that. You know those jewels. She she knew what she could get for it. Eighty six dollars. I wonder what the merchandise she stole from Walmart was. It was a bracelet. A bracelet from Walmart. They were still anything. They don't care about the pencil. She knew what she wanted. And she knew what she loved jewelry. I think that if it's me, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get arrested for stealing something less than a hundred. It's going to be, if I'm going to, now, if, because I'm thinking of the she was homeless too. That's another key factor there that we didn't mention. She was homeless. She was homeless a lot in her elder years. It's, she was she was actually living in a a, a shelter for what she, she said non crimes, but she was committing crimes. So I was confused about that part. But she was living in a shelter where you know she had a roommate and she had a little twin bed. And it was a, sh- a shelter for women. And she was allowed to live there, you know, as long as she, you know, stay out of trouble. It must still take something more than $86. But. <laughs> you said you die or you <laughs> But she is now 91 years old. Um, She's free. And, I mean, she's. Her longest prison time she got was five years. Imagine. But I don't think she that. She has reportedly reportedly because you know she may have not got caught with everything i think it was like two million over two million dollars worth of jewelry in the span of her career imagine as a jewel thief imagine uh man i'm taking i'm saving some of that money but you never know what the feds 
<laughs> they can seize what they need to. You can cash or hide it somewhere. So this is Kai. I, this is my first podcast with my sis. Yeah. So let us know. Would you? Would you steal something that's eighty six dollars? What's what's your what what's your what's your limit? What's your what's your lowest limit? What's your highest limit? Cause I'm not doing no eighty-six dollars. Hell no. But thank y'all so much for listening and we're gonna go to our uh listener scammer stories next. So stay tuned. And now it's time for Listener Scammer Stories. This is Kai with my little scammer fraud thing. Story. Story, but it didn't happen as I, like, I didn't do it to anyone. It was, <laughs> it was done to me. I was scared, y'all. Kai was scared. So, back in 2012, I got fired from a job. So, you know how you got to do your little unemployment stuff or whatever. So, I'm doing my little unemployment handy. So, I was like, ooh, a, um, what do you call them? A shoppers, something shoppers, where, like, you go and you watch people see if they're stealing or whatever, or whatever it's called. Oh, secret shopper. Secret shopper, yes. Thank you. So, Wait, I was, is it a secret shopper? It, it was secret shopper. I remember now. So, what happened was, I'm thinking, okay, I'm apply for this, all right? It was on Indeed, and when I applied for it, I, you know, I got the job, <laughs> so I thought, now I was a little naive. They said that they were going to um, send me my first check, and then I would go ahead, and they were going to tell me where to go to do, like, the little secret shopping thing. Were you doing any work for this first check? Did I didn't. See, that's work? the thing. I didn't do no work yet. <laughs> I'm like, I'm okay. They're giving me the money. Now, they told me it was going to be a certain amount, but the amount that they put in there was a larger, way larger amount um, than, what they said. than what they said. Luckily, I had a good relationship with the people at the bank, and the lady called me. She was like, um, they want to put this amount, and that's not legal. And I'm like, I can't even remember what the amount was. Was it a lot? It was a lot. I said, what? For your first paycheck. And then, like, they, yeah, like, she was like, we want to come in. We want you to come in. I was like, yeah, I'm most definitely coming in because I don't know what is going on. So I told them about, like, yeah, they gave me this list. And they, they was like, no, this is a scam. <laughs> I'm like, what? This is a fraud. So what if they would have done was they would have gotten my, obviously, they had my, I, I don't honestly remember everything. It was a check. And maybe it was a check because I honestly didn't even really look at the check like that. I just signed it back. I'm like, I'm, you know, get my little list, whatever. It was something where something wasn't right. And it turns out it was actually coming from Canada. 
And from there, from Canada, it was coming from, I can't remember where, somewhere in Africa. So it was scam, scam, scam. And they would have got any money that would have went into my bank account. They would have had access to that, I guess. So I had to change everything over. I'm sorry, this story is not going like completely connect the dots because it was back in 2012 or 2022 right now. And I was just like, oh, my God. I'm going to jail. Oh, my goodness. My babies. Because I had <laughs> two sons at the time. I'm like, I can't go down like this. I'm sorry. I'm not going down like that. So that's a little, you know, I mean, my story ain't as good because I ain't run no scams on nobody. And if I did, I ain't going to tell you. So, yeah, that's my story. And um, y'all be careful out there because I could have got arrested. And I, <laughs> I ain't going to jail for nobody. I can't do it. No. But thank y'all for listening. Thank, thank y'all so much. And if you haven't already, follow us on TikTok. You have me at fraud. Instagram, you have me at fraud. And also stream us and follow us and leave a review because we we want to know what y'all think. On uh Spotify. We're on Spotify. We're on Anchor and we're also on Audible. So yeah. I love Audible. Thank y'all, and I will see y'all next Thursday. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.